What's up and welcome to another MoGraph MoCast. I'm Dave. And I'm Matt. Joining us today is no one. It's just us. It's Hot MoGraph Summer 2. That's right. <laughs> and MoGraph is a supplement to our site, MoGraph.com, which is a motion graphics tutorial site with tutorials, plugins, podcasts, and other MoGraph stuff. And on the show, we talk about everything ranging from motion graphics to Cinema 4D, After Effects plugins, render engines, doing business, doing taxes, being a contractor... Or working for the man, you can email us info at MoGraph.com. Let us know what you think about the show, questions, comments, concerns, queries, grievances, artist suggestions, show topic ideas. You can check us out, MoGraph.com, MoGraph.com slash live. If you want to check out uh, the live shows, you can check us out on YouTube.com slash MoGraph. Check everything out there. And you could find us on threads. I don't think we've really posted anything yet, but, you know, whatever. Trying to get my flag out of the shot here because it's... Your distracting flag. me my my, no. my flag do you have a flag <laughs> i have a terrible flag it's a piece of paper and it's usually not a big deal but when we have just both of us on the wider screens it yeah. you can see it in the frame yeah it's blocking like the, the glare my colors you know the colors children <laughs> you won't as pre- you won't appreciate it on as many levels as i will <laughs> yeah. well hey um so here's 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 hot MoGraph summer. Oh, and Jason is in Arizona. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, That's pre-show banter. People don't even know about. So <laughs> uh, we are doing a a hot MoGraph summer because it is it is hot and because it's slow. It's not mm-hmm. slow. It's it's uh, it's the it's opposite of slow. Very. Busy. That's the problem. Yeah. It's just really hard to schedule people. At this time of year, it's summer, everybody's on vacation, there's a lot going on, yeah. we're busy, we're traveling. It's easier for the two of us to sit down and just have a show on our own for like yeah. an hour and be done, you know. It's it's very, well, if it's very. Well, if it's very. <laughs> it's, it's very easy for us with our current schedules, and it is also kind of like throwback and... Yeah, yeah, we just decided we were going to do this it's for fun. a little bit. And, yeah. you know, we talked about doing this, doing this occasionally, you know, where it's just the two of us yeah. again, instead of, like, bringing on guests every single week, you know. Yeah. It's fun. And we can catch up on topics a little bit more rather than yeah. digging into everyone's background. Although, sometimes it's hard to figure out what topics, but the the good part about being busy and about doing projects, which I feel fortunate to have this mm-hmm. year in particular, is that... Inevitably, you're going to run into issues <laughs> because you run into issues when you're working. It always happens. It's inevitable. You're you're running into technical issues. You're running into new things. You're trying new plugins. Mm-hmm. You're you're on the grind and you're learning stuff. Hopefully, if you're working on projects that are, you know allow you to expand what you're doing. And so, for me personally, I found a lot of little things that I'm annoyed by with. <laughs> with Cinema 4D like that annoy me and it's just because I've just been so into the program recently that yeah. they've come up so it's not a gripe on Cinema 4D it's just things that I have found that I would like to be better and uh, uh, probably something I should probably you know hit up Max on Rick about there's just little things <laughs> you know yeah. uh, week wrap up I don't know if we have anything particular we want to talk about this week the Man, I've tour been, I haven't been yeah. really I haven't done a whole lot of MoGraph the past week. It's all been like video game stuff, you know, yeah. just like working on my video game. Very excited. 
I've been Lots doing of a fun lot stuff. of man. I'll tell you the amount that I have learned about the original NES and how limiting it is. It is insane that video games were even made back then. Right. You know, because so I start building out these like I say beautiful, uh, these really cool looking, you know, like sprite sheets and stuff and i'm like okay cool you know i'll be able to do that i'll put that as a background then i come to realize that you're limited to only two sprite sheets per thing and so it's like oh well that completely changes my entire workflow you know and you got to make sure that monsters are like small enough and like you're not going the 64 sprites before they start flickering wait what's monsters yeah What's so, monster? What do you talk? What do you mean monsters? Okay, so Is that like, a thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, at least with the NES maker, you know, I, I'm not programming anything in assembly. So, like, you know, I'm just using the NES maker for it. So within NES maker, you know, you've got your you've got your player character, mm-hmm. and then you've got monsters. You know, so your monsters, you're actually creating sprite sheets for the monsters and the way that they behave and what they do and stuff like that. Are you talking yeah. about like a character called a monster? Yeah, like. Yeah, like anything that kind of interacts and is moving across the screen or something like that, you know. So uh, is this where Skrillex got the name of this that song? I have no idea. What's the song called Scary again? Scary Monsters and Nice Sprites. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Could that be. could be the case. I, mean, I bet there's a, uh, there's a Wikipedia on it, you know what I mean? <laughs> maybe. I'm, I'm going to look it up yeah. and find out. But uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I was able to like... So I'm, I'm doing all like the, the, what I think is going to be the difficult part first, you know, which is like getting the character in the scene, creating animations of him running, jumping, you know, climbing trees. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, putting on uh, makeup while you're up there. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, uh, uh, and then getting, I, I just now finally got the gun shooting, you know, which is great. So like that animation, but like, uh, with, so I'm creating like a side scrolling, you know, not an auto side scroller, but the, with the side scroller, you know, you're limited to those two sprite sheets and stuff until you've got another until you load a whole nother set of area or whatever. And this is what I, I, I realize like this is what like Mega Man did or so Mega Man would have like two or three separate areas and then you'd get to the edge and then it would load a whole nother thing, right? So within that loading, you can load a whole nother sprite sheet and so you're not limited to that so that you can have different monsters per specific area that you're in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So my thought is, you know, in order to deal with that, I'll have the whole level and then at the end you do like a Mega Man style thing where you go through this in between area and it loads a separate s- sprite sheet which is actually the monster is the or the the what would be my main bad guy is actually like just a background you know but the monster itself is actually an overlay on top of it you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so it's actually just loading a background and then the monsters are just right. whatever you know so yeah, it's a lot of work. But then you're also limited to a total of like twelve colors. You I know? think you should explain. You're you're actually building this to put on a real cartridge. I am. Yeah. So I ordered. Yeah. I actually I get it this Wednesday, and I'm really excited. Maybe I'll show it off. You know, actually mm-hmm. playing on the thing next week. But like, yeah, I I ordered a. Uh, it is a uh, basically like a, a cart loader. 
as well as a blank NES cart that you can load your game onto. And so I'm doing this specifically so that I can play it on my NES. Now, I'm assuming it's like programming an EEPROM kind of thing, right? Like where it's got a, you've got to send a code into a, an EEPROM. I have something. no idea. It, I have like, no idea. can you adjust this game on the fly, or do you have to no. do it on the computer? Reload you have it to, to the... do it on the computer. Load okay. it onto the thing. Yeah. Put it into the system. Test it out. Take it out. Reprogram okay. it. You know. So yeah. it's probably programming some sort of EEPROM. Yeah. And then you pop it in, and it works. That's why you can't do it on the fly. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm. It's 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 so exciting. I'm really excited to get this. You know, but. I don't know. <laughs> I wish I wish it was uh, I wish it was Mac as well as PC so that, you know, well, you know how I, that goes. Yeah. All the obscure okay. programs are PC only. Yeah. It's got to yeah, be yeah. pretty mainstream to make a Mac version. I didn't so. find any meaning to the song besides like the meaning to the the song and not the actual title. Hmm. Yeah, but I don't so. know if that's if like the idea of monsters and sprite sheets or whatever or monsters in it in in this particular instance monsters, is but he says monsters for and this sprites. It's very uh well if it's very <laughs> it's maybe it's very convenient is an it's, industry term. Is it a coincidence? Bad guys and stuff. Monsters and sprites. But he says monsters and sprites. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Are you zooming in to match me? There you go. No, yeah. well, yeah, that as well as, like, I had a lot of headroom. You yeah, know? you did. It's because, like, this camera is slightly higher than my previous one, or, mm-hmm. like, it doesn't tilt down as much. Dude, I, I ran into all sorts of issues trying to get this thing to actually work, you know? Up until this morning, I spent like an hour trying to get it to work. Why? Unplugging it, plugging it back in, unplugging it. You know, well, I'm going through my ATEM Mini, you know, for it. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's going out HDMI. One thing I wish I had with this thing was a, a button that would allow me to just turn it off remotely instead of actually having to, like, turn it. I'll get the app. You know? What? Use I have the app. the app. It doesn't let you turn it off. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway the uh i've got it going through the atem mini and so i don't know what was going on i had to unplug the atem mini plug it back in like turn power it down power it back up and then it started working again it's probably whatever flavor of video it's sending yeah i don't know i don't know i think it got messed up at discord with discord at some point and then just wouldn't mm. come back so i guess as far as events go we should talk about what's coming yeah. up I'm yeah. going to be tweaking the website with all the new info on some of our dates and uh, ticket sales and things like that Yeah, that are coming up in the next couple months. And uh, there's going to be some info on there about Hafrez as well. Mm-hmm. If you want to buy a ticket to DAT in Chicago, mm-hmm. we will basically redirect you to just buy a Hafrez ticket. Yes. That's how we're going to do it. It'll be yep. nice and simple. So you don't have to worry about, oh, I buy this ticket and then a ticket to their thing. It's all just combined. Yep. So if you go through our site, you'll see just go buy the half rest ticket. So during the day, you can come see the show. We'll have a little break and that night start half rest. So that'll be fun. That's Chicago. That's in September. And then the following yeah. week is camp. Yeah. And do we have any <laughs> announcements for that as well? For camp? Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Nothing nothing in particular. Nothing new in particular. Well, I mean, the thing is, we've been working our butt off, so I don't think there's anything new. Um, if you're on the wait list and you haven't gotten an email, just keep keep on. 
you know, because uh, I know we do have a couple of open spots that we've been sending out to waitlist people mm-hmm. that like you got basically 24 hours to respond. And we did have a few people pick some up. So um, we're slowly going through that list. If you haven't gotten hit up yet, then just wait. You may. Now, these yeah. are mostly tent tickets, right? We've got, so we've got a few tent tickets and we've got a few community cabin tickets left. You know? Oh, okay. So, community yeah, cabin. So That's good. They're, they're being sent out. So just be aware. Yeah. Um, yeah, but lots of cool stuff. We've started like ordering swag and figuring out all that stuff. Um, uh, I finally got all the workshop instructors like uh, uh, workshop sheets or, you know, uh, supply lists and stuff like that. So that's really exciting. This this camp is going to come real quick. Oh, I know. And uh, Prime Day. So Prime Day. So, you know, I'm camping this year. I wanted to mm-hmm. do I wanted to be with the tent people, you know, mm-hmm. uh, out in tent village. So I bought I bought myself a 12 person <laughs> tent. Did you see this? Yeah. Oh, oh yes. God. I got a text from your wife about it. <laughs> so do you did you know that? I, I did not know that. You no. didn't. <laughs> no. Oh, man. I'm going to um, hold on. So I've been it. like loading up on like i i've been looking at all sorts of like tenting gear and stuff like that like because i want you know i'm gonna be tent camping this year so i wanted something that felt nice you know that felt big enough or whatever and i didn't want one of these like you know one to two people tents that you can only fit an inflatable mattress so i bought i bought a 12 person tent Which was awesome. So I bought I bought a twelve person tent and like uh, I was really excited about it. So I was like I, I moved all the furniture in my living room and I was like oh this shouldn't take up much space. Mm-hmm. It took up my entire living room. Right. <laughs> and and uh, that was that was the thing is that I got a text from Amy. I just texted it to you because the second <laughs> the second yeah. part I can't, probably can't read on the air, but yeah. the first part. It's just a picture of the tent in your living room, taking oh up gosh. the entire living room. And she said, just yeah. not one normal day would be cool. <laughs> That's uh. hilarious. So, yeah, it took up the entire living room. But what's awesome about it is um, it it's a like you can set it up in less than like two minutes, you know, because if <laughs> you have room to roll over, you, it's you like need a three a, bedroom. It's a three bedroom tent. You know, you got one on the left side, you got one on the right side, and then you could set up a whole nother area in the middle if you want. They've got these dividers and stuff. So, anyway, so I bought the tent. I set it up. Super excited about it. You know, I'm gonna have plenty of space. Um, uh, I bought an inflatable mattress. <laughs> so funny story. I bought the inflatable mattress. I was going to inflate it inside the tent. You know, and test it out because you gotta have. You know. You got to have it's got to inflate and deflate. It's basically got to stretch out the rubber first so that it doesn't (laughs) feel like it's deflating. Right. So Mm -hmm. I I, I was putting up the tent and I put it all back together, not realizing I accidentally (laughs) left the inflatable mattress inside the tent when I packed it up. Oh, great. (laughs) So now I have to take the tent uh, out again and pull out the inflatable mattress and then re-inflate it and stuff. So yeah. that's fun. Yeah, there yeah. it is right there. There it is, yeah. <clears throat> so the, uh, yeah, so there's that. And then I also bought, 
I bought the this uh, Anchor 757 mm-hmm. portable like power generator or whatever. It's basically a gigantic battery that you can run stuff on. So I wanted to I want I, I charged I got it in the mail the other day and I was so excited it came early. So I plugged it in. I charged it all the way to 100 percent and I was like I want to see how this does. So I had my wife. Uh, uh, run her APAP machine on it all night to see if it would work. It only it only took down 19% of the battery all night. It was and we slept in that day. It was like 12 hours straight of this use. 19% battery is what all it took. So we still had 81% battery on this thing after running it all night. Dang. It can charge your phone 110 times. Nice. So I am going to be glamping like crazy I'm gonna bring myself a, a little, uh, a little, uh, uh, what you call it, uh, like a mini fridge and stuff like that. I'll be good to go. Hey, this is Dave. I just wanted to stop for a moment and thank our sponsor, Otoy, the creators of Render Network and, of course, Octane. But I don't have to tell you that. You know who they are. You see the results of their render engine all over the interwebs. And we're very grateful that they're supporting what we're doing at MoGraph.com from this podcast to MoGraph TV to events like local meetups and Camp MoGraph and all our community building efforts. We can't wait to show you what's in store. All thanks to their support. Go check them out at Otoy.com. Now back to the madness. Yeah. Oh, Justin Leduc has the, the answer. Scary Monsters and Nice Sprites was named after David Bowie's 1980 album, Scary Monsters and Super oh. Creeps. Well, there you go. But I'm still wondering, is it a play on words with Monsters and Sprites? It probably is. I would think it would be. Because Skrillex is into... He's, he's into, into that. that he's, he's into yeah. that. And he's into... Who was on his... Uh, who was on that album as well? I think it was the same album, right? He did. Uh, uh, he did that collaboration with uh, someone. I don't remember who it was know. now. It wasn't David Bowie, but it was somebody else. Um, yeah. So, so do yeah, you want to do sponsors be, for camp? By the way, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be glamping, and it's gonna be awesome, and yeah. I'm really excited for it. So, it's but I fun. realized. I have a lot more camping stuff, and I'm the only person in my family who camps. So, well, bartender Bill was here yesterday perfecting cocktails oh, yeah? with Julie. Yeah, yeah. How'd that yeah, go? Pretty good. I think they're going to come back. He's going to come back. They're going to do some. I'm going to take some photos of the official nice drinks when they're locked in. So you, that know. you can get some uh, some stuff yeah. done with them. Yes, yeah. and then um, yeah, uh, uh, Patrick 4D I think <laughs> is going to model the drinks. That's which awesome. Which is going to be cool. Yeah. That's going to be really fun. Justin Man, said, so, me and Skrillex so DM sometimes. I asked him no response <laughs> yet. That's funny. Not sure if serious or... Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um... Uh, uh... Oh yeah, let's let's hit up sponsors for Camp MoGraph. So, uh, yeah. big shout out to all of our sponsor, our global sponsor, Otoy. Big shout out to them. Thank you so much for, you know, helping um, helping with camp uh, uh, because it helps bring the price down. And uh, some we got some amazing swag coming to all of our campers and stuff. So, big shout mm-hmm. out to Otoy as well as our uh, village sponsors, uh, both Maxon and Spilt. Super excited to have them on board and our um, our gold sponsor, Grayscale Gorilla. Uh, they are sponsoring. Uh, their sponsorship is going towards. I mean, did we talk about the music corner? I don't know if you did yet know. or not. I so, think maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. 
we're gonna have a music corner i'm bringing the drum set i'm bringing a couple guitars i'm bringing the bass guitar i'm bringing some amps i'm bringing a pa unit so if people want to jam mm-hmm. they can just jam failed musicians unite failed musicians unite yeah. mm-hmm. yep it'll yeah. be cool i can play I'll get, the- get i'll get uh i'll get uh uh, Nick Campbell on drums, you know. Yeah. I can play the bass by ear. There you go. Yeah, Did you know that? <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. My ears are going to be pretty scratched up by the end of the weekend. But oh boy, ding! <laughs> Do the puns get the half ding? The <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, your yeah. ding, your your half ding was better. My half ding is just like your Disney bell in general. Yeah, I know that stupid yeah. Disney bell. Paid so much for that. So anyway. as far as topics and things, you know, I'll I'll get the C four D grievances out oh, of the way. Real quick, but, um, I was gonna say Dat Tour. Uh mm-hmm. with the Dat Tour coming up uh in Toronto and Montreal. So um we're actually uh the the team, you know, who are doing the Dat Tour will actually be in Toronto for a couple extra days. Right. And I think we're actually coming what? I said right. Yeah, and I think we'll be in Montreal like maybe a day or two as well because it's just cheaper for us to stay up there than it is to fly all the way home and then fly all the way back like the next day or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, if y'all are in the Toronto area and you want to hang out, hit us up. It'd be fun. I think Smearballs is going to hang out. Yeah. Right? yeah. I want to go up to his studio. I want to see it. Mm-hmm. I was going to hit up Joel, but uh, I think he's he's yeah, got a... Never know. Well, he's got a he's got a, a date in uh, Las Vegas, basically on the seventeenth, and the eighteenth is the only day that we'd be home. So I doubt he'd be home. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was I was hoping maybe I could uh, catch a concert in Vegas again when I'm there. Yeah, you know, like Zed or something. But Zed yeah. is there the week before and the week after. Thought my daughter <clears throat> would like that. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, let's talk about just like events in general right so yeah the next thing coming up would be half res uh next thing i'm coming sorry seagraph not half res yeah. seagraph is is when again i gotta book my Hold flight on. uh yeah seagraph um is let me look at my calendar because that's um, the first it will thing. be uh i believe the seventh eighth ninth or eighth ninth tenth i believe okay yeah of august all right so I'm going to come out there too. There's, there's word of a party. Is that public yet? Maybe we don't, don't talk about public, that yet. No. But there will possibly be a party at some point. So yeah. keep your ear out for that. And then let's see. So after that would be the two Toronto dates. So that's the end of August. Mm-hmm. So whoever wants to hang for that, September is I mean, going Toronto to be, and Montreal, not the two Toronto dates. I, sorry, I meant the two yeah. Canada dates. Canada. The, <laughs> you know, Toronto, Toronto. Right. Um, and then half res. Yes, half res. Yes. Uh, we're probably just going to get in and out as quick as we can on that because we're going to be prepping camp. But again, that's going to be the morning of. So you'll be able to get your ticket mm-hmm. soon. I talked to Chris. They are working on launching the website. So you'll okay. be able to see all of that, all the info for DAT and HAFRES all on their site. And the, our site will redirect. Also working on getting panelists mm-hmm. for Toronto and Montreal. If, uh, if, if you're up there and you're interested, maybe hit me up. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, we'll run it up the flagpole and, uh, and discuss that. We need a couple people. It's- we do have a lot of friends who are at Maxon in Canada. 
you know uh and we've got uh, a lot of friends in the area i'm sure nose man is going to be around you know all of that i can't wait to see nose man as an ai avatar for (laughs) some reason i think i think it's going to be great yeah because nose man knows uh did you know he's greek i I, i've heard that (laughs) once or twice uh matt so half res uh basically we're going to be doing a morning session for stuff you know for dat and then the celebrate portion is half res uh, is half res right yeah it's all one event all the same place you know one ticket so nice and easy and then what is let's see then we got camp i'm gonna stay uh in colorado a couple days after that to get some interviews you will yes i'm going home directly after camp yeah so i'm gonna caravan with you and some other people up to we got a Denver. caravan of like four cars driving from Dallas all the way up. It's going to be a lot of fun. Who is it? Me, you, Jeff Me, Burns. Me, you, uh, Jeff Burns, um, and then I believe um, Ryan Talbot and um, uh, uh, Travis. Travis are going to okay. drive with us as well. Okay, and then uh, Pickle Nick is coming driving. Yeah, of with course, us. of course. Yeah. yeah. So Julie's flying in and out. Yeah. <laughs> so she doesn't have to worry about all the driving. Yeah, or the luggage. Yeah, it's actually nice because we can bring extra stuff. I'm working on yeah. some art projects to bring. Yeah. So that's going to be and cool. And I got all my camping gear. The thing is, yeah. all the camps from now on, I'm going to have to drive to if I want to, you know, tent camp at it. Right. So. And because uh, I also can't bring the Anchor 757 generator on a plane. Well, yes. Yeah. I mean, could you? If no, you, if it specifically you, says in the instructions you cannot fly oh, with this. You can't. You can't carry it on. I guess. Nope. Oh. <laughs> All right. Good so, timing. So the next event after that is what? Then it's um, going to be. Then it's going to be some other dad events. We're working on Atlanta, I believe, yes. for October. Which will be good. They're talking about October, yes. Right. And we pushed some of these because going to schools and things, like, what's the point of going to the school in the summertime? Right. You know, exactly. uh, especially if we end up doing SCAD in October, that'll be nice. My daughter wants to go to that. I found out my daughter wants to go to SCAD. That's exciting. So that's fun. That's really exciting. Sorry yeah. about your pocketbook. Right. <laughs> better get on them scholarships, yo. I realized. Come on, I, we I, can pull I, some strings. We know enough people in this industry, right? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to, uh, I want my kid to go to SMU here, you know, oh, in Dallas. Oh, jeez. Right, exactly. And so I was like, oh, I should probably plan for this. Let's look at how much it is. $60,000 a year. Mm-hmm. A year. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. Yeah. Amy's got a plan to where she's after, because she's technically eligible for retirement as soon as Gibson is 18 years old, mm-hmm. you know, so she could retire and then go work at SMU. <laughs> And get oh, free tuition. Actually, you know? my friend's mom did that. She went to work at TCU when he was in high school mm-hmm. all the way through, and that's how she finished her career. And he got a great deal on his education yeah. at TCU. Yeah. So I just got to wait. I got to wait until the kid's out of uh, daycare before I can actually start saving money. You know, dude, the amount mm. of money that is going to come in, like through bills that I don't have to pay in two years. Ugh gonna be amazing i'm gonna be rich. oh you mean that <laughs> when you get things paid off yeah well because i've got i got daycare ending in two years you know right which is like eleven hundred dollars a month you know yeah and my pool will be paid off then you know <laughs> the pool <laughs> did you get a beeple face cover for it yet no i haven't 
you I think know. you need to. I need to get yeah. the plaque for my thing that says Winkleman Terrace. Right. <laughs> we lucked. We lucked out on the NFTs. I'll tell you that. Yep. We were walking through uh, his his place, and our pieces were popping up. Yeah. I was like, "Hey, look! There's your pool. There's your pool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, look! There's my patio. Thanks, people. Yeah. It's funny. I'm gonna um, call it Winkleman Terrace." Going back to dat or or uh, our dates, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we've got we're we're talking about doing Atlanta in October. That's rough. Um, and then there's NAB New York. Uh, yes, that'll be in like the last week or second to last week of October. So mm-hmm. that'll be fun. Uh, if you're in New York, I want to hang out. I yeah. love New York. New, I you know, I'm 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 one of those walking. I'm a walking brand of those T-shirts that say I love New York. Mm-hmm. You know, I really do love that city. Classic pizza there. Yeah, get some. Not, not in a coal bros. oven. Not in a coal oven, though. No, no, not in a coal oven. And uh, that's their new rule, right? And then uh, you get some Sabaro, you know? You're right. Like Michael Scott. <laughs> some classic I, New I just York love, pizza. I love that city. Like, it's so funny because you, you go to like, you know, we went to a sushi place, me and Nick, on our last day there last year. I just love sushi, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's I'm looking online. It's like oh, three stars, whatever. It's close, you know. Let's walk over there. It's the best damn sushi I've ever had. You know, I have three and stars. Like, I don't know, but it's like it, it, it. It's so funny because like yeah, it's just the food there is so good. And anything you want, any type of food you want is within walking distance. Well, yes, I, just, I love that city. I just never love it. sleeps. I know. Should make that their we went, it slogan was like, or something. It was like 2 a.m. in the morning, and we were all hanging out, and EJ was like, let's go do karaoke, and we did karaoke. Right. We found a karaoke place. Yeah. You, yeah. You're going to find it. I just love that city. So, November. November is going to be Europe. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will be in... Where all are we going? Paris. Mm-hmm. Uh, London. Paris, London, Berlin, and um, what's the other one? Is that Paris, it? London, and uh, Barcelona. So yeah, and France. And well, that's that's Par- Paris. Wait, I mean, sorry. I thought <laughs> Paris, you left London, one out. Barcelona, Paris, and Berlin. And okay, yes, yeah. Yes. So Marcus uh, says, "Am I still, still working on my up hot in the tub?" Air. We're working on the dates right now. But if anyone is in Paris and I've got a couple extra days, if you're interested in going to Disneyland Paris with me, I would love to go. Marcus it will be if, weird going to Disneyland Paris by myself. Or I'm, I'm trying, sure you can find somebody. So hard to drag EJ to Disneyland. Isn't that the Paris. one that sucks though? No, Disneyland oh, Paris one. is. I hear is really good. What's the one that sucks? I don't think there is. I don't think there is one that sucks now. I thought They're there was really. like you know, better build the castle a bit bigger. They've actually got them here. Oh, you that's know. funny. We've done a lot of Eddie. Maybe that was Euro Disney today. Euro know. Disney. That's what I'm Euro- thinking. But yes, I don't think I think Euro Disney is Disneyland Paris. Oh, oh, is it? I don't know. Marcus asked if I'm still working on the hot tub. Yes, I would still <laughs> like to get the hot tub. The problem is I spent that money in the last week <laughs> on my air conditioner. So we will see if I can make that up with another gig. If I can get another gig to to pay for it absolutely the issue is that the air went out mm. and well the compre- the not the compressor the freon went out got it refilled 
within a day, all $400 of that went up in the air because it was leaking. So got a $6,300 air conditioner. Then the people who installed, I love the company that I've Mm -hmm. been working with, but the installers did a bad job. The, the two, the, what do you call them? The ducts were not even attached all the way. And it was just blowing air into the attic. And I was like, are you kidding me? So they came and fixed that. They were actually pretty embarrassed about it. They fixed that, and then I decided to go for the radiant barrier. The thing is, yeah. it's going to be 107 degrees. That's yeah. without the feels-like temperature. Tomorrow is going to be 107 with a feels-like of like 110. <laughs> and you just can't cool down your house. Even if mm-hmm. you just blast it for hours, and it just can't keep up. And it ends up still being, you know, 80 degrees up here. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, with it running all day, with my window unit going, with the fans blowing. And you just, you have to, in Texas, put in some barrier to keep yeah. your attic cool because if you're not from here especially if you're up north right you you turn on your heater for the first time in the year and you smell that smell yeah you know because the the dust is kind of burning a little bit in mm-hmm. the vents or whatever i smell that every day when my air comes on because it's 140 degrees in my attic Jeez. so that's what we deal with here in texas you can't even i go mean i up. don't but you do <laughs> What I'm lucky because my well, you have a newer like, house. It's it's yeah. you know it's only five years old. So mm-hmm. like yeah, mine was built in '94. I, I could so. get mine down to '98 or '68 degrees if I wanted. Yeah, I was only 14 when this house was built. <laughs> so <laughs> it's got a lot of cracks uh, and cracks, just like Matt, me. Yes, uh, exhibits pass is enough, just like Vegas. Yeah, for NAB New York, for NAB yes, New exhibit York, pass. Yeah. I believe the same probably applies to SIGGRAPH as well. Right. Yeah, I don't they know. Do, the same, like, do they have an pass? exhibit pass only for SIGGRAPH? I don't think they do. I don't think they do that. But I, I think, think you actually have to pay. You you can still get the passes through Maxon, right? Isn't there a promo code? Maybe. Or no. I we'll have know. to find out about that. Yeah. Uh, I will ask. By the way, um, Euro Disney is actually Disneyland Paris. Oh, it is. Yeah, okay. it's the same. But I hear it's really good. Yeah. Let's see. What else is on the agenda? Let's see. Okay. I'm going to just do quickly the airing, the airing of the grievances in cinema. And maybe people have a workaround for yeah. me on this. Do you need to bring out the uh, the metal pole? Yes. We need like a, a, a metal pole yeah. uh, <laughs> graphic or something. It's, it's not that bad. It's just some things I noticed. And sometimes I'm like, okay, well, maybe if I talk it on the show, somebody has a good solution for me. Yeah. I talked about some of my issues with even if you turn off the traffic lights, it's still trying to yeah. calculate MoGraph and stuff in the background. I have learned so much this year just from repetitive action because yeah. I've been doing tons of MoGraph stuff, MoGraph effectors and fields and all of this. Mm-hmm. And man, I just feel like muscle memory on this now set this offset do this thing like i just it's not like i never used MoGraph before it's just i've been using it so intense intensely and fields are just the best there's it's so, it's just the best it's so deep too it's anything so you want to do yeah yeah and fields on top of fields and it's mm-hmm. just it's just great and uh, re-effectors and, and the whole thing vertex maps that's yeah that's the hot stuff right it, now if me. you want like a section of uh you know i'm doing a lot of text within MoGraph and stuff and it's like oh this section needs to open up a little bit so i can put a word here well just mm-hmm. put a field and a plane effector and the balls just kind of go to zero or you could do a push apart there or mm-hmm. whatever you want to do and man i'm just like in MoGraph zen with that but i've been doing some other things 
as well some more complicated things and one of the things is trying to work with splines in cinema i just Mm -hmm. you they're they're working on the spline tools and things there have been significant improvements the thing for me is people use splines to create pretty graphics all the time Mm -hmm. okay why is it that you cannot ease a point and point level yeah. animation? Now I know there's the the get around on this, yeah, which is that you do the whole time remapping thing, and you do a time track, and then you put the time track on the spline, and then you ease that animation. Okay, but like, there's got to be an easier way. Yeah, and point I, level animation should be, or easing and point level animation should be a thing. Why is it only linear? Like, why? Know. What is the technical reason that they don't? allow you to do that yeah it just doesn't make sense and so i started thinking about it like what if i just attach that point to a null Mm -hmm. and then that null could ease Mm -hmm. so i went to chat gpt and i had it write me a python script Mm -hmm. that any null that you put underneath the spline with this tag on it that i write with the python code will attach it to that so that you could put the easing and and it actually works here's the problem there's no handles ah uh, so you still have to keyframe the handles on the spline itself mm-hmm. so you have to keyframe it in such a way to where you don't see the handles coming to an abrupt linear stop but you have, can do the point le- the point level easing by doing that hack have you tried a pose morph I haven't tried a pose morph with a spline. I you should. I, but that I sounds like that could work. Yeah, because I know you know, basically you're creating points. You know, you're changing points. Right. And then you can ease that for sure. But that's know? that's almost that's more complicated. That's too, that's more steps than doing a time track. For yeah. me. And eh, but here's the deal. Not Why really? not just, just have a a keyframe and right click and say ease i agree uh, what is the technical I reason agree. that that's been like that all this time I don't you know? know so so there's that the other problem that i'm having i'm having a weird overshoot problem and i wish i could sit down and show this to somebody because you can set what type of keyframes you want by default if you want everything to be linear by default you can do that in cinema mm-hmm. if you want your types you can set your type to say no overshoot mm-hmm. on your keyframes, right? But there's for some reason I will go in and I will set two keyframes on something identical keyframes, right? The camera's here, and then I copy that keyframe over here, and mm-hmm. or you know, or I set another keyframe because it hasn't moved. So let's say frame zero to fr- to frame ninety. This particular thing has two keyframes that are identical. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing will dip down and you'll see it do this curvy thing and come back up to that point. Yeah. And you're like, why is it doing that? I don't understand when I have no overshoot on why it's overshooting. And you take the two keyframes and you go over to your attributes manager and you say no overshoot and then it's fine. But mm-hmm. my defaults are set to no overshoot and I don't understand why the overshooting happens. I wonder if there's another setting somewhere it's it's like if i think it happens a lot when i'm when i'm kind of manually setting or moving keyframes copying Mm -hmm. keyframes i could see that but i just i don't need that overshoot that's not what i'm trying to achieve almost ever yeah right yeah you you don't need overshoot unless you're doing maybe some springy bouncy things yeah or i just i i don't 
quite get that because when I set a keyframe exactly the same from one place to another, I'm telling it, hey, hold. Yeah. I don't want to have to put a hold keyframe. It just should should work. Yeah. I'm learning I a wish, lot about curves, wish, too. Um, but I wish curves worked more like after the way effects. they do in After Effects, yeah. Yes. I absolutely love the way it works in After Effects. Ease in, ease out, you know. Right. Because linear. even if you do that and you set one keyframe to linear, if you have two keyframes, key you want it mm-hmm. to be linear coming in, let's say like the start of a scene, something's flying in, but mm-hmm. you don't want it to like slowly start flying. It needs to be yeah. already flying. Yeah. You got it linear. Uh, and then you set the other one to the other keyframe that arrives in. to to ease yeah. in, and it doesn't ease in. Yeah, it just what sucks stops. Is you, you have to. I have to manually go through and yes. uh, set my handles to be at zero and zero. You know, or or you do like too easy. Yeah, you do that, or you you're just you're manually setting all of your graph editor stuff. Yeah. There's not a setting that makes that work. And if you yeah. were to do that in After Effects, you'd have a linear and it would automatically ease in and it would figure out that calculation. And yeah. I don't get why that isn't just default. Like, that's the thing. Like, splines are doing better. I I need some more, like, easy control of keyframes. Yeah. So I'm not sitting there. Because what happens? Then you need to adjust your, your curves. Then you go to the curve editor. Then you're like, okay, well, which one do I want to do? And they're all on top of each other, and you got to find it. And then you can't see it because it's off somewhere off the dope sheet. Right. So you have to select all, bring them to front, and then that's just just on that one. H will frame all of them. Or just the one that you've got selected. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. H or S. I usually do select all and hit S S. because I want to see the whole thing. But, like... It's just it's just a mess. It's hard to navigate that dope sheet in that little window. Yeah. Like, uh, just need a little bit. Like, some of this stuff, I wouldn't even have to use a dope sheet if it were set yeah. to work like After Effects. And yeah. I don't understand the reasoning behind that. Yeah. You know, I think it should be a little more fluid, if you will. But, yeah. Um, so, that's one thing. Here's another thing that uh, I noticed is... Uh, text alignment. I am having text alignment problems because if you use the text tool, mm-hmm. right? And I feel like I've had this problem before. So I don't know if it's been there already, but I do middle alignment on some fonts. And I don't know if this is a font issue. Mm-hmm. I haven't tried another font to see if it's doing that. It will go back to left align. Weird. So you'll have something nice and centered up, and then you'll go to render, and it will be left uh, left aligned. That's so I'm weird. like, all right, never well, had that issue. I'm going to keyframe the middle alignment, and I keyframe the little alignment, uh-huh. and uh, so it does the same thing. It does it, and it doesn't make any sense. You go on if it's left justified, you click back on left and back on centered, and then it's centered again. Weird. And then if you render from there, you're fine. But if you were to just, like, put something in the render queue, Mm -hmm. it'll be left aligned. Mm -hmm. So you have to babysit it to make sure that it doesn't snap back to left alignment. Even though it's on middle, it's keyframed on middle. It just doesn't go to the middle. Yeah. I don't get it. Um, uh, One one thing that... One thing I've I've found that I need to keep in mind... This has nothing to do with yours. <laughs> this is just one of my grievances. One thing that I always have to keep in mind is when I start running into problems, like my workaround is always, almost always, how can I make it one piece of geometry? You know what I'm saying? 
because the way cinema works is that it it can handle it can handle a buttload of geometry you know or a buttload of things if it's only having to do one you know right for example like CAD I was files. using I was using text as um basically as like geometry inside a vertex map you know a vertex map field so okay. I was using a vertex map I had a vertex map on a plane uh, I was using fields with the vertex map and I would throw like because I had multiple things of text in there you know because I wanted to be able to easily update my text so I throw each one into this vertex map and it just about freezes on me like it was slow as molasses right it has such a hard time with easy things I don't well, get it yeah and so but here's the thing so I, t- I, I took all my text I duplicated all of them I converted it into one geometry mm-hmm. you know and, and uh, uh, put it all uh, just connected and deleted threw that in there as one thing works fine it's like right. flawless Plays did you like try a connect object i can't i couldn't do a connect object because it was they i was keeping things organized you know in their own nulls and i can't throw each one of those because they've got like you know effectors with each thing and stuff so it's like i was throwing each of them in there and what sucks is like if i make one little change which happened I have to go back and redo mm-hmm. all those steps over again. Right. You know? Right. It, you want to try and keep everything as procedural as possible. And that's Correct. always my problem. It's just like, it'll work better if I do it this way, but I don't want to. Right. Right. I exactly. want to keep it procedural. Right. Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't know. It, it was, it was frustrating that like, it's frustrating that I, my scenes, my scenes can be very simple, you know? well simple to me you know but it, like there's not a lot involved but cinema will just freeze up because there's too many processes going on right even if, though it's a simple right. scene if you, you know? go and put like a basic MoGraph effector on some spheres and you just mm-hmm. do like 100 by 100 by 100 it doesn't matter how great your system is it's gonna just jam up and yep. it, it you know you've got multi-instance and things but mm-hmm. you can't really use multi-instance in things like octane mm-hmm. and so that helps a little bit but sometimes like with all the fields and everything i just have to throw them into a separate layer and call it mute and i have to turn off mm-hmm. all the things in order to make it work and one of my big beefs too is the way you know i love that now we have the thing that says you know the console that says what's going on in the background so you're at least not pulling your hair out i mean when it freezes why. you can't bring up the console yeah you know? well no i mean that i'm not the octane console the no yeah the task manager down at the bottom when it's frozen you can't bring it up well yes but i'm not really talking about it being frozen is but right yeah there needs to be something to to stop it from a loop sometimes yeah. i've uh one of the things is if you have a mograph of uh, yeah, a MoGraph object and say that you have it set to endpoint, mm-hmm. right? So it's like however many you say will fit in this space, right? And yeah. you, you accidentally drag downwards to like point three yeah. three three <laughs> something 
and the thing just crashes on you because it's yeah. trying to put a million clones in something. There's got to be a safeguard for that or yeah. something. I think we talked about this on the last show. I think so. And But one of yeah. the things that I'm not sure if I talked about on the show, and it might have been something in Discord, was that that task manager on console needs a cancel button. Because yeah. here's what happens. Say you have a piece of something and you want to remesh it. Mm-hmm. Okay? And you go in and you're like, oh, I want to remesh this and... Uh, it starts thinking about it, and then it's taking too long. Mm-hmm. If you still have control over your mouse at that point, you can then take that object out of that remesher, right? You know, or you change the setting on the remesher or something, right? You want to you want to say, okay, well, don't don't remesh it to this. That's going to take too long. Remesh it, you know, with a little more, uh, you know, ad- adaptation or whatever it is, adaptive, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Well, it starts a second thing in the task manager. And it's like, no, I got to finish the first one first. And you're like, but I already oh, took this object. I never noticed that. Out of the remesher. Uh-huh. And it's still, oh, now, and then you copy something else. Oh, now I'm doing three remeshes. It's like, that's not even there anymore. So now uh-huh. you're waiting for the other two meshes to finish that aren't going to be used. As soon as they finish, they just go away. I didn't but know you're that. still waiting on the computer to finish it. And you're like, this is dumb. Why am I waiting? And the only way to fix it is to quit cinema and open it back up and then it's yeah. like oh no i'm fine now just yeah. let me cancel processes and also let me see what's taking up so much freaking processing yeah. power in the viewport i will Somehow. tell you when after effects implemented the, the mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. is a was a game changer for me because it helped me change my workflow on a lot of things it's like okay th- i know that this plugin that I use all the time actually takes up way more bandwidth right. than just doing it this way, you know? Or it's enough to even know, okay, this is what I need to turn off right. while I'm working for a little bit, you know, and then come back to. That's the yeah. thing. Uh, all it needs is a cancel button in the task mm-hmm. manager and, uh, like, just an easy way to escape. The amount of times that I have hap- that I've had to just force quit cinema because of something like that and it sucks because then you got to bring it back up you got to wait for everything to load got to go back into your auto save because it had been a long time since you saved and then you got to save that as a iteration of the next one for you (laughs) i've been saving i save it every abc always be saving always be saving most i ever lose is five minutes of work so there's just a lot in that area where things are crashing and you don't know why. Now, I do have a lot of Octane crashes as well. Mm-hmm. You know, my my Octane recently in the latest stable version that I've been using has been my biggest thing has been when I turn off the viewport. It's mm-hmm. like and it's always before I render, right? Like yeah. I'm about to do my final render. Okay, this looks good and I save and I need to hit render, but before I do that, I'm going to turn off my viewport and you you hit R to turn off the viewport and it, everything crashes. That's like, so Why? interesting because uh, uh, that has been my number one issue with Octane on my new Mac mm-hmm. is when I close down the live viewer, it crashes every time. Yeah. Like without fail. Right. Every single time. So like I always just keep it open. Even this episode when I render, brought to you I'll by Maxon and-, and it'll go. You know, it'll render through the entire thing, and then I'll close it down, and it'll crash every time. You like our sponsors, Maxon and Render, and that's, <laughs> right. we're just airing our grievances. Here's the thing. 
But there's Are a reason. Change to something else? No, well, probably not. We're going to the use thing. them. You're going to find problems wherever you go. But the, the good point about this is that these are people who listen and I know yeah. I know that they fix things that everybody yeah. talks about like the fact that you can search for antiquated or you know old versions of things now in, in shift C mm-hmm. yeah you know yeah, yeah, yeah. that's great that we've been asking for that you know what's really interesting is also I'll have because um, I've I've now made my Mac my main machine it is my main machine that I work on now mm-hmm. and my PC is just a secondary machine that I use it's really interesting noticing the difference between what will run well on my Mac and what will run well on my PC. Right. You know, the exact same project, you know, those vertex maps work flawlessly, work easy. I can throw whatever on my Mac. On the PC, not so much. But I can actually close down the live year in Octane right. on my on my PC. I cannot do it yeah. on my Mac. Yeah, I would say 50% of my crashes are cinema and 50% are octane. Yeah. Uh, I will say I, I do love on, uh, it, it, like, you you don't run into those CUDA errors anymore on the Mac, you know, because it's not CUDA, it's well, metal. It's not CUDA, yeah. And, and when it, but when it does get, like, an error like that, um, you just have to close down the live year. You don't lose. Uh, right. You don't lose cinema. I thought cinema, they were doing that for amazing. cinema, though. Yeah, yeah. I think there's still working on that i don't yeah. know but as soon as they get as soon as they get it working seamlessly render between mac and pc dude life's oh, gonna be good then and i'll tell you my favorite node right now that i've been playing with is the procedural effects node in octane wow you use the chaos node yes yeah dude. you used that the other day that's great yeah, because it does those helps you with seamless patterns and yeah. the thing about um, the procedural effects is not only that you can do things like add lines and patterns and things mm-hmm. that you know you could kind of do by mixing with Cinema's version, uh, but you know sometimes you just need that stuff. Sometimes you're like, I just need some lines, and yeah. I want to go to Photoshop and make that. Yeah. But that's great. But then the fact that man, there are some really cool procedural things that you can do, and it has animation. You know, so really? so there's some that again? crazy stuff. It's called procedural effects, and it starts with. Is it an OSL shader? I'm assuming that that's what they're doing on the back end. Okay, but it's just a node that you bring in, and it starts with some sort of like. I don't know, fire something, but there's fractal stuff. There's like all these different noise flows and things that you can put in things. Um, There's like a procedural effects and there's some other things in there as well. It's weird because there's, there's all these things in there and then you go to this one other option and it has a bunch of options in it. But what's really cool is the way that you can animate these things. Wow. You know, you can do star fields and all these other procedural effects in there. And what's great is applying them to like a, a glass, uh, either displace mm-hmm. or a, a bump map something like something along those mm-hmm. lines and and just what it does like i almost feel like if i have some time later on in the end of the year whenever i'm done with work work for the year mm-hmm. do some renders where i'm where i do a render with each effect yeah and and show what it can do because i love it like i've been doing some really cool looking stuff with it what's it called like, again just the play procedural, with it. The... procedural effects node and you drag it in, and there's a bunch of options. But I'm telling you, man, I, I just applied it to some glass the other day. And it was so cool. That's and cool. I've been using it for everything. Like, there's one... I was trying to do... 
I mean, I was doing something with crystals, but you know when you get big crystals in, like, rock, how there's, like, the little itty-bitty crystals yeah. that form around it? Yeah. Well, I did a displacement map that was that was using these crazy, like, mini fractals, mm-hmm. and it was just creating these, like, crystals Me. around everything. That's super cool. Because you, you pipe it into... You pipe it from that for displacement. You pipe it into a a uh, a baking te- a baking texture. Right. You have to. Yeah. I don't know why you have to go through those steps to make the displacement work, but you put it in the baking texture, yeah. and then you put it through. Uh, yeah. And so beautiful stuff. That's so rad. go play. Go play with. That, I uh, I use the chaos. I I I'm I'm mad at myself for waiting so long before figuring out the chaos node. Yeah. Because it's so simple. It's incredibly simple. And what I did was I took a I took a non seamless texture, texture. from uh mid journey, you know. Right. I typed in a mid journey prompt that is like, you know, seamless blah 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 beach, you know, and it didn't give it to me seamlessly. So I just brought mm. in that texture, threw it into a chaos node boom done well and even if it's seamless if you zoom out too much you're right, going to see exactly. those patterns we'll see it. yeah 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 it was and crazy so cool yeah uh let's see i oh, don't mm-hmm. uh, speaking of mid journey mid journey 5.2 you can is zoom too out. good yeah it's it's ex- actually too good at creating uh like good looking renders I've been I've been trying to use it for like game sprites and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And you say like eight bit, you know, it doesn't understand like, and this just may be me because I understand what it actually means now, having gone through this. Uh-huh. You type in eight bit, it gives you full color and something that just looks like a pixel a pixel art. You right. Know? It's not. And it's actually... like no, I need this to be actually 8-bit color you know i think you could probably find like some sort of i mean separate I what do you call it llm you, like that do is it in, specifically i could do it in photoshop 100 percent. i could probably just do it in photoshop yeah but is there's probably like a a stable diffusion version that's made just for doing that stuff i'm you know, sure like, there is yeah yeah i haven't gotten into stable diffusion at i mean all, i don't know if you call but, that an llm i guess you call that an llm but I don't know if you would really call it that. Hi, my name is Sashia Dumont. I'm a writer, actor, and filmmaker. Hi, my name is Paul Robinson. I'm a director, DP, and filmmaker. We are the creators and hosts of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, an online source for all things indie film. We are a husband and wife film team and co-owners of Send3 Productions, and we started this podcast for filmmakers like ourselves who were producing on micro-budgets with Skeleton Crews. Go Gorilla is a weekly podcast that features various talents in TV, film, and web series productions. We've interviewed filmmaker powerhouses like Kestrin Pantera, Richard Raymond, Alex Ferrari, Cassandra Ebner, and Ryan Connolly. Amazing actors like Hannah Ward, Lou Taylor Pucci, Chris Wataski, and Eileen Gruba. Groundbreaking cinematographers like Jody Lee Lipes, and Jessica Lee Gagne, and many more. We also offer weekly reviews of our favorite films and shows, which vary from low-budget first-time filmmakers to A-listers and everyone in between. Go Gorilla is proud to announce that we have officially joined the MoGraph Podcast Network. So if you love filmmaking as much as we do, tune in every Sunday for a new episode of the Go Gorilla Filmcast. Your, your source, source for, for all things indie film. film. Now available on the MoGraph Podcast Network. Oh, oh, I gotta tell you this too. I played with... Um, 
uh, uh, God, what's the name? Wonder, Wonder. Oh, uh, yeah. Wonder something. Wonder Wonder, kit. Wonder. Wonder wonder stuff. Wonder stuff. Butternuts. Butternut. (laughs) Wonder Studio. Wonder Studio. Now, I, I wanted to just try it, and I guess you have to pay... Even to try it, you have to pay a little something. So I paid really? for like a month. Yeah. Just to, you can't do like 4K and all that. And everybody, mm-hmm. this is what I don't get. Everybody is so big into it. Like, oh, this is going to replace everything. And it gives you uh, an export of your camera. And it will give mm-hmm. you the tracking, all that. And it will give you a mask. But it's not that good. Yeah. I turned myself into a robot a couple times. And like mm-hmm. I got a shot of myself. Like in the mirror doing a selfie thing, moving yeah. to see if that would work. And I did one where I just set the camera in my office. That one turned out way better because there was no, nothing moving. Right. It is useful in a way, but like it's not prime time. You're not going to go to a client and say, I'm going to use this. Yeah. You're just not. Like I, I maybe at best you could pull a good. Uh, like a good animation for a model that you then bring into a character rig and then do something with. But right now, I just don't see it as... You just don't have the fine level of control. I just wanted to try it and see. And they they give you the, like, cleared out background as well, right? Yeah. Now, this is all if you pay, you get... I mean, I could use... I, I could see using that as a good starting point, you know, especially if you're comping stuff over. It's okay. Uh, Wonder Dynamics is what it's called. Mm-hmm. But it's one... Yeah. Uh, it's called Wonder Studio on their on their thing. I'm going to bring it up real quick, see if I can show you uh, what I made in my projects, and you'll see what I mean. Um, so this project, this is the one that didn't turn out too great. It was just basically me, and this is the... like this. I did like a 720 version, you know, Um so I just I peeked my head in the bathroom. <laughs> this is me peeking in the bathroom, and it's like, okay, this is this is not working. And I get it. I mean, it's the mirror okay. and whatnot. Here's I get that, thing. but like, it's kind of working. Like there are parts kind where of. that looks fantastic. Yeah, but this yeah, one but is I'm way better. Look at this. Watching it over Skype. Yeah, no, this one this one turned out a lot better. Hey, you're Johnny Five. Let me mute it. Yeah, I'm Johnny Five. So I just set the phone on the windowsill, you know, I was holding a cup of coffee. I wanted to yeah. see what it would do. So I'm like holding the cup of coffee and drinking it. And and you can see it when I turn <laughs> around, you know, but I do a little dancey dance there or whatever, but it's not really tracking the floor. Well, you yeah. know, it's like, are you going to have, are you going to do this with your client? And like, yeah. really, I don't know I'm about curious. that. So do they give you the model as well? You have like preset models you can use here. I'll show you the. See, so if they give you like they have these the, characters. If they give you the three D data and the model, they you do can bring it back into cinema. Absolutely, and then like actually light it the way it should be lit and stuff like that. You know, but I just don't really understand. Like, well, what are you doing? What is this doing for you at that point? Tracking your body? There's been, I mean, there's been software around of, for that. That's a fair amount of stuff. You know. So like okay, it it tracks your body. Mm-hmm. It uh, gives you the the three D model. You know, it gives you the background replacement stuff, which you could clean up if you wanted. You know, and then you could take the original footage, 
and create a three, you know, create it in 3D space and put them back in there and then relight it. You know, I just feel like, like I could probably use software to capture is this. A very simple starting point to me. You know, right? But I could use um, uh, Rococo's automatic tracking thing yeah, and then like, just do it myself. It's going to give me the same data. Will it? Yeah. Okay. It gives you the whole rig and everything. The only thing it's not going to do is is erase the person from the scene. Right. But why not just shoot it twice with a person in a clean plate? That's true. You know, set up a green screen. It's just I'm not. Well, not even that. You yeah. you could just yeah, yeah. do a clean plate and then put your character on it. Yeah, and just do your tracking data version separately. Just record that. Have Rococo figure out the motions. Yeah, and then just animate it like i just feel like this step is is pointless because i'm going to redo it anyway <laughs> and that's what yeah. it's supposed to be doing is all this work for you but it's not you, you know see you can you can bring out the ai mocap the clean plate the alpha mass the blender scene Ooh, let me see what the clean plate looks like i haven't even looked at this i don't know if you oh see it downloads it oh that's lame okay never mind i mean i can try and see what it brings up i don't know if it's like pngs i'll let it it's finish probably downloading PNGs or something but yeah, I'll open it up and see. There's uh come on. Still don't like this new Windows system. It's uh it it's uh it's a, an image sequence. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna sub- I'm gonna uh extract it to clean plates and see what we actually get here because I don't know. <clears throat> clean plates. This is another beef of mine with Windows, is that Oh god, I hate their files. I hate their file system. Yeah, I know. Going back oh over to Mac, god. I'm like, oh wait, I can hit spacebar to look at stuff again. I'm like, clean plates. Well, where is it? I just did it, and now it's like not in order. C L E A N. Like, where in the world is it? I don't know. So, hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just, yeah, I can't find it. I really can't find it. <laughs> I really cannot. Fi- oh, here it is. God, see, the way that they organize this. Mm. Is it anything good? No, it's not anything good. I mean, it's crappy clean plates. It, it's all stretchy and messed up. I would rather just. Oh, really? Yeah. Stretchy and messed up. Can you show? Can well, you preview it? Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Let me go back to my. So if you look Quick at. Quick for PC, I know. Yeah. No, I have a quick look. It was just yeah. the stupid... But, like, oh, it's nice. not a great... clean. Like, I could just shoot this on my own. I get it if the camera's moving. That's a different story. But yeah. I'm just like... If I were going to make a clean plate out of this scene, I would just Dude, get this you know what? area. The number and, of times I've had to do replacement or, like, you know, stuff like that. And a clean plate like that would work 90% of the time for me. You know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I wonder, can you, like, you shot the footage and then you uploaded it, right? It's not an actual app? No, no, it's not an actual app. No, you just... See, I mean, I, I think that'd be cool enough just to, like, you know, hey, here's some footage. Give me a clean plate. I don't care about the character, you know? Could be interesting. Could be a good starting point. Yeah. Oh, all right. Anything else on the list today? I don't think so. Um, I I do want to mention that uh, I have been talking to birds, like actual birds. The original tweet. Oh, 
No, there's a cool app if anybody is bored and wants to do something besides TikTok. I just wanted to mention this will be my, you know, like, you know, MoGraph recommends. I'm going to do it's called Merlin Bird ID. And what's okay. cool about this is <laughs> it listens, I don't know if you can see, it listens with a spectrogram, uh-huh. right? And it figures out what birds you're listening That's, to. I I'm pretty sure I saw this on TikTok. Did I send this to you? Maybe. That's where I, I saw have. it. That's where I, yeah. I saw it. But what's cool is, you know, the other night I was sitting out there and it was telling me, oh, that is uh, such and such. And that's a such and such. And this is a northern mockingbird. And I'm realizing, like, the mockingbird is mocking all these sounds from these different birds. Uh-huh. You know, so I go through and I start finding some of them. And you can play back different sounds. Uh-huh. And... Um, there's certain ones I was figuring out this mockingbird would always repeat if I sent them out. So like the juvenile and a couple other ones that had like, like I would do them and every time he would start doing them back every time I've got it on video too. It's great. So I've been talking to birds at night. There's cats that are (laughs) showing up. I've been feeding this cat chicken every night, like leftover chicken. Yeah. Yeah. So I miss my cat, cats and birds, cats and birds. Um, the only other thing I wanted to talk about real quick is is the strike because yeah. I think we're going to see some. I don't know. Like people are worried about what about TV and movies is going right. to suck for the next five years. Oh yeah, I mean it's, it's okay. happened before. We saw this happen. You know but are the actors going on a sympathy strike? No, the That's actors what are going on strike. The SAG AFRA oh, just Foundation. In general. They are on strike because the the studio execs. This, from what I understand, the studio execs, uh, uh, for some of the reasons, um, were taking extras, paying them $200 and saying, we can use your likeness in per- perpetuity mm-hmm. for AI backgrounds and stuff like that. And it's like, uh, no. No. You know? And also, um, uh, the residuals that the actors are making off of some of these like streaming services are like crap. You know, and so right. I think they're trying to negotiate a two percent uh, of revenue of the streaming services, which seems like nothing. Well, you know? yeah, but I'm sure but, that motion graphic designers are worried about like how is this going to affect our industry? But it could have an opposite effect. A lot of yeah. times, if you, I mean, just like COVID, it's like okay, well, we have to do stuff without actors. We have to yeah. do stuff with less writer, whatever it is, and we're going to use all graphics. So. Yeah, it it could have the opposite effect on our industry. It's like it people could. might need more graphics to make up for it. Yep. So I don't know. It's I, something we'll I keep an eye on there. People will always need motion graphics and video. Yeah. You know, That's until until you know there is no electricity and no entertainment right. ever is needed. You know. Exactly. People will always need it. Yeah. Until the grid shuts down, they're going to need. Until motion the grid graphics. shuts down. Which, yeah. by the way, have you watched the show Silo? on apple tv Mm -mm. it is it's it is very good it's very good i you know i got sucked in by one of those tiktok videos where they're like this person does this and then they ask for this and you know have you seen those i can't stand those it's like just narrating the guy goes down the street and he looks at the woman it's so dumb i was i i got enthralled by it like the the they basically i thought it was summarizing like halfway through the season turns out it was just the like opening episode or whatever mm. so i watched the first few episodes 
and man i was so enthralled and then it got really boring for like three more episodes and then the last four were like awesome and like it ended on this major cliffhanger and stuff and i'm like oh so good i want to know more would you like to know more right (laughs) so i started looking it up it's based off of a book you know of course Mm -hmm. so i started reading the book you know nice and the entire first season uh, of the show is only like half of the first book so like i've now i've now read past where the first season is you know and it is crazy how different the book is from the tv show mm-hmm. like there's the, the 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 show like there's this murder mystery and like you know people in the background and blah 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 it's like they they added so much drama to the show in order to like really sell it and like like eight of the eight of the ten episodes are like maybe 30 pages in the book (laughs) you Hmm. know it's pretty ridiculous but i i'm i'm digging like video games and like reading this book i have been dreaming about nothing but like eight silo silos bit video the other night so like the thing with silo is they're in the silo and you know there are rules you know you're not supposed to talk about you can't go talk about leaving silo the silo otherwise they will let you leave the silo and you will it's it's basically instant death oh is that the one with the woman from the from parks and rec and from yes uh yes okay yes i saw a clip of that the thing is like i dug her character you know it's a very different character for her what it's a very different character for her yeah i didn't even recognize her at first i didn't know it was her like and i totally dug the two characters and like uh, like and and like they create this illusion the thing is like if you read the book by the second chapter you find out the ending you know like the big like mystery of the show Mm -hmm. you know that you don't find out until the very last episode if you read the the book, you figure that out in the second chapter, you know. So I I don't know. They did a good job, like they did a really good job creating this world and stuff like that, you know, this Big Brother esque world inside the TV show. That it's not the same as the uh, well. That's how it always book, goes, you know. But I'm interested to see where the book goes and what they do with the actual TV show because you know. It's got really high ratings. They're already going to do a, a second season, but this is a three book series. And if they only did half of the first book, you know, right? So I don't yeah. know. Interested. To All see. right. Well, I've got renders finishing right now that are going to need to go out. As you can hear by the slack clicks, I'm getting hit up yeah. about <laughs> projects and and things by clients. Um, awesome. So we had just enough time to do a little show while my my render farm was doing we'll its thing. Do uh, hot boy summer, hot mograph hot, summer, hot mograph three summer next week. Yeah, we're just yeah, gonna keep going. Um, we do have some people lined up. Um, you know, like if you follow like Blender, he does Blender mostly, but he does some Cinema 4Ds on TikTok. Brock Creative, mm-hmm. talking to him about getting him on. He's he's cool. a big TikToker, um, and uh, some other people. But we're gonna do this just so we can get through our summer and get yeah. through our client projects quickly. <laughs> Hot Boy and Summer. not lose an entire Monday. Yeah. yeah. 
So uh, we're going to get out of here. You can rate us on iTunes, leave a review. Your podcatcher of choice help get our ratings up. You can subscribe to our newsletter, which goes out sometimes. We won't bug you too much. You can say you've been there, done that, got the T-shirt with the MoGraph logo tee, the Paul Bab Feel the Bab 2020 shirt. All the profits from that go to Doctors Without Borders. The Render Things T-shirt, hoodie, and long-sleeve tee, the MoGraph Blandishment shirt, and the That Renderers Fire shirt, which you're only allowed to wear, ironically. Unless, unless you're, you're shams. shams. Yeah. Of course, you can check us out at MoGraph.com. Put on MoGraph.com slash TV. Rip the knob off. Watch 24-7. MoGraph goodness. And uh, make sure you check out MoGraph classes. MoGraph.com slash classes. Sign up for the newsletter uh, because we got big things coming. Yeah, we've been saying that forever. Everybody's like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure you do. Yeah, we do have some I've been hearing it forever, too. (laughs) Getting closer and closer to, to stuff. So... It's been a long journey, and we'll explain more after yep. later. Yep. Um, that's it, though. That is it. Yep. Uh, hit us up on threads, I guess, now. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. But <laughs> whatever. It's too much. I can't handle more social networks. So, all right. We're going to get out of here, though. Until next time, I'm Dave. And I'm Matt. Have a good one. Later, yo. Pretty good, I guess. MoGraph.com, an online resource for motion graphic artists. Start your week with the MoGraph podcast. Industry news, interviews with your favorite artists, and terrible humor. Watch live shows and interviews from MoGraph events like NAB, SeaGraph, HalfRes, and local meetups. <laughs> Our MoGraph talks feature live demos and motivation from artists all around the world. Sometimes you got to make stuff that you're not going to put on your reel, and I'm not here to judge. What if Rick and Morty show up for the countdown at midnight? That's where I peaked in life, in my career. we got to stop this thing, Rick! It's going to kill us all! Hear from the people that create your software, design your render engines, and artists that are changing the face of modern motion graphics. You get that render done. Yeah, you better frame frame what? MoGraph tutorials and online classes will teach you about Cinema 4D, After Effects, as well as other popular software and render engines. Throw in the HDR Studio, take the render settings, pick the HDR, put a reflection, and gorgeous. Branch into new software. Learn time-saving tips, techniques, workflows, and lessons that'll keep you up to date in the world of motion design. Oh, brother, those are some of my favorite elves. I love projects that scare me. When our art director comes to us and asks for something that I had never done before, man, it gets me pumped. Join the conversation in our live sessions. Check out our plugins or join the hundreds of daily active users in our Slack channel for technical help, advice, contests, or just to joke around. Real nice banana. Ah, that's so funny. All right. I'm going to live forever. <laughs> Subscribe today and get the latest updates on our YouTube and other social media channels. Take all your dreams and just do it. We don't care how you get here, folks. Just get here. Subscribe to MoGraph.com.